Today's title is Propped Up Stories. IIT Delhi used to have an annual students cultural festival rendezvous. In fact, all IITs had them with different exotic names. IIT Madras called it Mahadi Gaha. In IIT Mumbai, it was known as Mood Indigo and IIT Khadakpur had Spring Fest. The ambience of the campus used to be transformed during that three-day Jamburi. Lot of crazy games, music competition, short skits, just a minute, jam sessions and dance contests made the campus alive and throbbing. The competitions were organized among the resident and invited students from other colleges in Delhi and other states across the country. I believe sending invite to other IITs for rendezvous was almost mandatory and on a reciprocal basis. But there was a definite bias in inviting students from girls' colleges like Lady Shriram, Miranda in Delhi, Sophia from Mumbai and Ferguson from Pune for enhancing the glamour quotient. The festival used to culminate with a celebrity performance as the last event. I recall one year it was Jagjit Singh Chitra Singh duo when they had just begun rising as stars on the horizon of ghazal singing. Another year it was Anoop Jalota before he started singing only bhajans. Among all competitions, I fondly recall prop story contest. In movies and plays, ideas and scripts precede the design of sets and props. However, in prop story competition, the workflow was in the reverse direction. Common objects like chair, table, duster, rope, walking stick, umbrella, cycle tire, hanger etc. were used as props. Each participating team were handed three or four such props on stage just before the performance and they were supposed to spin a story on the spot using those objects. Obviously, the teams were judged how ingeniously they made use of all the props and how interesting story they could weave around those objects. The use of the props was left to the creativity of the contestants. For instance, a chair was not necessarily required to be treated as a chair alone, but could be projected as a human or an animal who could be talked to. A reclining chair could be a patient while a string could be a snake. It required some acting skills to convey convincingly whenever a personality was projected to an inanimate object, but the audience loved it when it was done successfully with good punchlines against the backdrop of an interesting story that lasted only for 5 to 8 minutes. I was reminded of the prop story contest after years because of a simple incident that happened to me recently.
I was moving around in Bhopal city in search of a wider arm pad that is looped above the elbow while using the instrument that is generally kept at home nowadays for measuring blood pressure. After inquiring at many surgical shops, I was told that I would have to purchase a new instrument because an arm pad comes as an accessory and is not sold as an independent item. After my futile search, I thought of taking a break and went to a popular eatery and ordered for a milkshake. In this cafe, there was only standing arrangement for the customers who could either eat on the spot or take away. I placed the BP instrument that I was carrying in my hand at the payment counter for convenience, made the payment and started sipping my shake as I stood nearby. While I was enjoying my milkshake, a man of my age came at the same counter. He looked at the BP instrument quizzically and confirmed from the counter billing person whether it was a device for measuring blood pressure. The man at the counter nodded in affirmation. The customer then inquired the cafe employee, since how long have you started the service? The man at the counter, while juggling with his billing machine, informed him that the BP instrument actually belonged to me. At this, the customer gave a good laugh, looking at me and delivered a punchline. Oh, I thought the cafe is now keeping BP machine at the counter to monitor the blood pressure of the customers before and after billing their orders. The remark was impromptu, humorous, contextual and engaging. A type of story that would have earned him a good applause in rendezvous. Sometimes people too can be used as props instead of using them as characters. Recently I was attending a dinner party with a gentleman whom I met after a long time. Shortly, we were also joined by a retired colleague with her husband. Formal greetings were exchanged and the lady asked this gentleman whether he could recognize her husband after so many years because he had lost all his hair. The gentleman looked at the bald man, then at the lady and retorted with a smile. Are you taking the credit for the loss of your husband's hair? It was a good and spontaneous dig that evoked a sheepish smile even from the poor husband who squirmed a bit uncomfortably indicating that there was probably some truth behind the wit. I now realize that all of us have been given certain props in life, relationships, job titles, assets, liabilities, beliefs, opinions and circumstances. It is up to us how we use the props to spin our stories to make them engaging. The subtle truth is that few of us may be unknowingly projecting our own personalities on our inanimate props like house, land, 
car and bank balance it may be wise to introspect whether we are enslaving ourselves to these props by such projection the danger of such projection lies in the fact that props too respond symbiotically because they have a tendency to acquire life on their own at the expense of whosoever owns them if this idea appears bizarre then how else do you explain road rage cases when a car is slightly scraped by another vehicle in an accident a car owner who has given his own life energy to the persona of his car actually gets mentally hurt when his car is hurt an executive with a sea facing office room feels diminished when he is shifted to an insignificant room with a smaller table or by a change to a less appealing title because the latter is also feeding on his energy the same thing happens when the share value of a particular script bottoms out it frequently literally takes the breath out of the shareholder the other day i was listening to shri sudanshu trivedi talking about zero infinity the relationship between numbers and the progress of a person on the spiritual path when one is heavily dependent on many things or deeply attached to them in life once energy is dissipated among those many things the reservoir of energy at one's disposal keeps on expanding as the number of things one is dependent on keeps on reducing it is just school level mathematics that taught us that in division the result increases when any number is divided by lower numbers finally if you reduce the denominator to zero the result is infinity similarly if the number of props in one's life is reduced to zero one becomes infinite the state of enlightenment or merging with god in my sunset years i feel that we all will be judged in our life for the use of the props in our stories not by the applause of the audience but by the tenacity of the memories that we finally leave behind as for myself i could not agree more with the following couplet kam nahi meri zindagi ke liye chain mil jaye do ghadi ke liye kitne saman kar liye paida itni choti si zindagi ke liye thank you